Please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. God asked Abram to step outside Abram's comfort zone. God asked Abram to leave home, to leave everything Abram knew, everything that was familiar, and to head off into the unknown. This was one part of Abram's life journey, one of the ways Abram listened to God and allowed God to guide him. It was one of the ways Abram lived out his faith. In general, I don't think of myself as someone who likes to step outside my comfort zone. So this story is an illustration of how strong the gravitational pull of the familiar can be for me. And the story I'm going to tell will make some of you think less of me. I realize this. The summer after I graduated from college, two of my closest college friends and I took our savings and the money we received as graduation gifts, and we went to Europe together. We traveled for six weeks. I think we visited seven countries. I don't remember how many cities we visited. We carried backpacks, and we bought youth hostel memberships and Eurail train passes. Six weeks isn't all that long, but there were moments when it began to feel pretty long. The first few weeks were great. We were full of energy and excitement. There was so much to see, so many things we wanted to see and do. Everything was exciting. It was all new and different. The energy of that excitement carried us through the challenges of navigating maps and public transportation and speaking in languages that were not native to us. We made daily decisions about what to see and do, given all the great number of possibilities. It was exciting. But after four or five weeks, we were getting tired. It had been four or five weeks of constantly moving through landscapes we didn't recognize, weeks of laboring to speak in languages other than English, weeks of needing to call to mind these foreign-to-us words every time we wanted food or a place to sleep or a train to the next town. So finally, in about the fifth week, we were in Barcelona and we broke down. We ate at McDonald's. Now, we had seen any number of McDonald's along the way, but we were not going to eat there. That's what we told ourselves because, of course, we wanted the authentic European experience. But on that day, in that place far from home, we were just so tired, and McDonald's was just so familiar. The pull of what is familiar and comfortable can be very strong. And with good reason, there is always some level of risk in stepping out into what is unfamiliar, whether it's a small risk or a significant risk. And those things that are familiar can be enormously comforting. But God calls people to step outside their comfort zone. Today, we have the story of Abram. God says to Abram, go, go away from your country, from your kindred, his family or his network of relationships, go away from your home. 
All of these are powerful symbols of comfort and security. Country, kindred, home. But God tells Abram to leave it all behind. And somehow, Abram trusted God, and Abram went. For Abram, this was actually his second migration. Abram started out in his father's homeland, Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram's father sets out with Abram and Sarai and Abram's nephew Lot. And they're headed for Canaan. But for some unknown reason, they stop along the way and settle in the land of Haran. The Bible is generally not very reliable for developing a timeline. But it sounds like the family left Ur of the Chaldeans around the time when Abram and Sarai were married, which suggests that Abram would have been a young man. And then we come upon today's scripture, where we are told that when Abram leaves Haran to head for Canaan, Abram is 75 years old. So when our passage this morning says that God sends Abram out of his country and away from his home, this is Abram's second home. He's migrated once before. But it also seems that Abram could have lived in Haran for a long time, maybe 50 years, long enough for it to feel very much like home, even if it's not Abram's birthplace or his first home. So when God tells Abram to leave his country and his home, to go to the land that God will show to Abram, Abram is leaving his second country, but one where he is still very rooted, very much established. And God tells Abram, go, go away from your country, go away from your kindred, go away from your home. Leaving home sounds very much like an instruction to step outside our comfort zone. Then when we look at all that God told Abram to leave, not only the home that was his father's house, but also country and kindred, it suggests some things about what it looks like when we step outside our comfort zone. As I learned when traveling in Europe, my country is a place where I know the language, I understand the currency, I'm familiar with the cultural norms and expectations. Answering God's call may mean finding ourselves in places where we don't know the language, where we don't understand the currency, where we need to learn all kinds of new cultural norms or expectations. God also tells Aram to leave behind his kindred. And it is true for us also that answering God's call may mean to explore relationships with those outside the circles of our family and friends. It means developing relationships with people we may not like or feel drawn to. It means developing relationships with people we don't agree with or understand. Because we cannot limit ourselves to relationships that are comfortable and still be faithful to the kind of life Jesus showed us. I don't generally think of myself as someone who wants to step outside my comfort zone. And because of that, I found myself wondering more than once this week whether I have anything meaningful to say about walking a journey that takes us outside our comfort zone. There are certainly times when I have been outside of anything that felt comfortable or secure. Several folks took me up on my offer to gather in a group and reflect on our own faith journeys 
as a way to identify our intentions for observing this season of Lent. I invited each of us to look back over our life journeys from a number of angles. One thing I asked folks to reflect on was, what in your journey has fostered growth? When I look back at my own life's journey, the times when I've experienced the most significant growth were usually times when I was outside my comfort zone, sometimes far outside my comfort zone. What I noticed is that some of the most difficult things I've experienced have also been the most fruitful experiences for leading to spiritual growth. But it isn't just difficulty that helps me grow. When the difficulty is too extreme or when I don't have good support around me for facing whatever it is that's going on, that does not easily lead to growth. Those are the kinds of circumstances that I might better call crisis rather than challenge or difficulty. When life's difficulties are that big, when it's a crisis, I'm just as likely to be fearful or overwhelmed in a way that gets in the way of growth. But with support, facing a difficult challenge can be enormously growthful, at least it has been for me. We marvel at the enormity of risk that Abram took in leaving his country and his kindred and his home. But God provided the support that made that risk-taking possible. The scripture tells us that Abram left his kindred behind, but he didn't leave all his family behind. Sarai and Lot traveled with Abram. And this applies to us too. We need some companions along the journey. God might call us into moments or seasons of solitude, as God did with Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness. But much more often, the Bible tells us stories of people who were one another's companions along the way. When I mapped my spiritual journey and noted those things that have fostered growth in my life, in many places I simply wrote a person's name. Challenges and difficulties have helped me grow, but it's the support of companions along the way that made it possible for me to grow in times of difficulty instead of being overwhelmed or beaten down by those things. We marvel at the enormity of the risk Abram took in leaving behind country and kindred and home. But in addition to his companions along the way, Abram had the support of God's presence and God's promises. Abram made this decision to leave home after he clearly heard God's voice telling him to go. Abram Abram had that kind of relationship with God, that ability to be in intimate conversation with God, and that ability to clearly hear God's voice. And you know what? During those precious and rare times when I feel like God's message to me is absolutely clear, I feel much more able to take a risk than I do during times when I cannot clearly discern what God might want of me. But I'm not saying we should only take risks if we have absolute clarity about what God wants of us. Because there is a whole lot we know from scripture and the Christian tradition about what faithful life and ministry look like. There's a lot we know without any direct and personal divine revelation. 
care for the widow and the orphan and the immigrant in your midst. Do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God. Feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the sick and those in prison, welcome the stranger. God has spoken to us in many ways, and hearing God's call in these ways can move us to take risks when we answer the call to be faithful. Abram didn't just hear God telling Abram to go to a new land. Abram also heard God say this, I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now we might never hear God making a specific promise directly to us. But our faith tells us what God's promises are. God promises to love you. God promises to be present with you always in all things. God promises that death gives way to new life. This is the promise that new beginnings emerge even from painful endings. So in many different ways, we hear God's call to take risks for the sake of answering the call. And we hear God's promises, which strengthen and sustain us. Bolstered in these ways, may we dare to step outside our comfort zones. May we accept the risks of walking faithfully through this journey of life. Amen.